Welcome to Rapidly Rotating Records, an hour of toe-tapping music from rapidly rotating 78 RPM records of the 1920s and 30s, with yours truly, Glenn Robison, on Island Radio, KISL Avalon, at 88.7 on your FM dial, and at KISLAvalon.com on your internet dial. We've got dance bands, hot bands, sweet bands, show tunes, novelty tunes, blues, jazz, and more on everything from Aeolian to Xenophone and by everyone from Aronson to Zerky. A couple of weeks ago, I played Moxie by Harry Raderman's orchestra with Arthur Fields. That prompted a listener to wonder which is older, Coca-Cola or Moxie. Coca-Cola was first served on May 8, 1886 by Dr. John Pemberton, a pharmacist at Jacobs Pharmacy in downtown Atlanta. Created by Charles Alderton, also a pharmacist, Dr. Pepper claims to be the oldest major brand soft drink in the U.S., first sold in 1885 at Morrison's Old Country Drug Store in Waco, Texas. But Dr. Pepper can make that claim only by using the adjective major. Moxie was created nearly a decade earlier, in 1876, by Augustine Thompson, as a patent medicine called Moxie Nerve Food. In 1884, the formula was changed and Moxie was sold in bottles and at soda fountains, so clearly Moxie is the oldest. And as far as a major brand, in the early 1900s, thanks to Frank Archer, in charge of Moxie's advertising and marketing, Moxie was America's first mass-marketed soft drink and outsold Coca-Cola. It was so popular that in 1930, the word moxie entered the lexicon, meaning pep, energy, or vigor. And speaking of pep, here's Roger Wolf Kahn. Thank you. 
Since the very definition of moxie is pep, we started that moxie set with Roger Wolf Kahn's version of pep as the Deauville Dozen from Perfect 314519 in October of 1925. This pep was written by Arthur Shutt and is not to be confused with either Arthur Amston's pep or Donald E. Clark's pep, both written a bit earlier. Another definition of moxie being vigor, pep was followed by the New York military band with the Vigoroso March, composed by Frank Hoyt Losey. That's just one of dozens of tunes he wrote between 1896 and 1923, and I'll see if I can't put together a segment for him this coming March. That Edison Diamond disc, number 50108, made in February of 1914, is a whopping 4 minutes and 37 seconds long. I searched and searched looking for a third record to include in that moxie set, and since it conveys energy and simply because we haven't heard it in a while, we finished up with the Raymond Scott Quintet and Powerhouse from Brunswick 7993, February 20th, 1937. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm now full of pep, vigor, and energy, because as those records were playing, I had a bottle of moxie. I really did. And in case you didn't realize it, you're listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. As a public service, it's time now for another Rapidly Rotating Records vocabulary lesson. Tonight's word is Scytherism, P-S-I-T-H-U-R-I-S-M, from the Greek Scytheros, meaning whispering, and is the sound of wind in the trees and or the rustling or whispering of leaves in the breeze. I hadn't seen anything from him on Facebook for quite a while, but quite coincidentally, a couple of days ago, my friend Andy posted a picture of a large tree at dusk with the caption, The other night I stared up at a tree as a light breeze picked up. I stood there in awe of the sound, not the sound of the wind, but the sound of thousands of leaves tapping against each other. So here with a special shout-out to Andy is a trio of rapidly rotating records having to do with Scythiorism, beginning with George Olson and his music. Thank you. 
recordings of Russell of Spring I could have played, but I chose that one, mainly because it was not, like many of the other recordings, a piano solo, but also for the name of the group. That was the BBC Wireless Military Band, conducted by B. Walton O'Donnell, former director of music for the Royal Marines. The recording was made in the historic Central Hall, Westminster, opened in 1912, and was issued on British Columbia DX269, but I couldn't find a date for the recording. The BBC Wireless Military Band made quite a few recordings of religious, popular, folk, and military tunes between 1927 and 1937, when the word wireless was dropped from the band's name, and Major Percy S.G. O'Donnell succeeded his brother as director. Russell of Spring is officially Frühlingsrauschen, Opus 32, number 3, written in 1896 by Norwegian composer Christian Sinding. Before that, a very early recording by Jack Hilton. That was the Queen's Dance Orchestra with The Wind in the Trees, written by Betty Boutel. Miss Boutel wrote at least a couple of World War I songs, including When the Huns Meet the Sons of Old Uncle Sam, Then It's Goodnight Huns, You're Gone. Unfortunately, I don't think it was recorded. We begin that Sithurism set with George Olson and his music with Lullaby of the Leaves, composed by Bernice Petgear and the Joe Young lyrics, sung by an unidentified vocal sextet. Victor 22998 was recorded April 14, 1932. Last week you heard Schultz is back with his Boom 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 by the Four Aristocrats, and I said you'd probably be hearing more from them soon. To borrow a line from game show host Jim Lang, and here they are. Go right to it. Better men than you have tried and failed to 
walk, but walk or ride, ride or walk, she said. She's still my baby. I know you had about an evening or two, but I'll take my chances with a dozen like you. You even asked for Ma, and you, you interviewed her Pa, but Ma, Pa, ha, 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 she's still my baby.
conductor, please. Don't give me air. Don't give me air. Please, mister. Conductor, I haven't got the fare. So take my time. Just take my tongue and let me ride till I can holler hello. Swanee, away down upon the Swanee is the place where I just love all the air. Oh, mister, please, mister, please, mister. I haven't the fare. So won't you take my time. Four Aristocrats, Bert Bennett on ukulele, Eddie Lewis steel guitar, Tom Miller on acoustic guitar, and pianist Fred Weber. 
but you knew that already from last week's show. We started off with She's Still My Baby, composed by Sam Coslow and Jack Little, with the words by William Raskin. The group recorded it for Victor on October 21, 1926, but that's not the record we heard. No, no, no. A couple of weeks later, on November 10th, they recorded She's Still My Baby for rival Columbia, again as the Four Aristocrats, issued as Columbia 808-D. That was followed by the flip side of that Columbia disc, Hello Swanee, recorded a couple of days before on November 8th. Sam Coslow also had a hand in Hello Swanee, but this time he wrote the words with the tune by Addie Britt. We finished up with I Gotta Get Myself Somebody to Love. That's from a Victor 78, number 20465, recorded January 26, 1927. Lou Handman wrote the music, and I love the lines in there. I wish I was a hunk of pie with plenty of crust. I wish I was a cup, then I'd be sure of a spoon. I wish I was an orange, I'd be sure of a squeeze. I wish I was a poodle on somebody's lap. I wish I was a phone so I'd get plenty of rings. And I wish I was a Lincoln, I'd be sure of my brakes. Who wrote those imaginative and clever lyrics? Sam M. Lewis and Joe Young. And they don't write them like that anymore. I'm Glenn Robinson, and the show is Rapidly Rotating Records. We're here each and every Sunday evening at 6 on Island Radio, FM 88.7, KISL Avalon, and KISLAvalon.com. This and all our previous shows are also available 24-7, on demand anytime at all online at RapidlyRotatingRecords.com. And we're on all the major podcast directories. Last segment, we heard from the four aristocrats. Well, for this segment, we're going to hear from some other aristocrats.
And now for something completely different. exactly a toe-tapping tune, but an interesting record of note nonetheless. That was a song titled Der Aristocrat, or The Aristocrat, one of the most popular songs written by composer Eliakim Zunzer, who lived from 1836 to 1913. The full text is 224 lines and is from Zunzer's collection Ten Yiddish Folk Songs, written in 1888 in Vilna, Lithuania. The complete poem tells the story of the trials and tribulations of a wealthy man who leaves the Jewish world to live among Christians, wanting to be an aristocrat. It doesn't go well, he's not wanted there, and winds up working the land in Peta Tikva, Palestine. Marcus Eisenberg was the singer on Victor 72715. It took three sessions and eight takes, but they finally got it right on February 9, 1920. I could find no information on Marcus Eisenberg, but he was the arranger on The Aristocrat, made at least seven other sides for Victor, and composed at least one song titled The Eternal Wanderer. As was pointed out, before Marcus Eisenberg was something completely different. Harry Davidson and his old-time orchestra with Dusky Aristocrat. Multi-instrumentalist, band leader, and broadcaster Harry Davidson was born in England in 1892. 
He played piano, violin, and cello, but his first professional musical engagement was in 1924 at the organ of the Majestic Cinema in Leeds. In 1934, he took over as leader of the Commodore Grand Orchestra, and over the next 31 years was heard regularly on BBC Radio, on programs including Music While You Work, and Those Were the Days, Queen Mary's favorite program. I don't have any discographical information for Dusky Aristocrat, but it was written by Norman Whiteley and was probably recorded sometime in the 1940s. Not many dance bands include a harp in the instrumentation. Richard Himbers was one, but you heard a short swinging harp solo by Lester Crewman in Aristocratic Stomp, which started off that aristocratic set. That was Paul Tremaine and his Aristocrats, October 2, 1929, from Victor V-40176. Oh, and Paul Tremaine wrote Aristocratic Stomp. Last week, October 14th, marked the birth in 1884 in Chicago, Illinois, of violinist and bandleader Daniel Anthony Russo. Wikipedia shows his date of birth as October 13, 1885, but it's contradicted by Social Security and draft documents at Ancestry.com. On April 30, 1907, Dan married Lillian Catherine Gatke in Oak Park, Illinois, but it doesn't appear they had any children. Russo formed his first band while still a teenager, and by 1911 was director of the orchestra at the new Grand Opera House in Evansville, Illinois, before being named musical director at the Orpheum Theater in Sioux City, Iowa, complete with the title of professor. In 1917, he was leading Dan Russo's concert orchestra at Sioux City's Princess Theater, and in 1921 hit the big time, leading the orchestra at the Palace Theater in Chicago. The following year, Russo teamed up with pianist Ted Fiorito to form the Oriel Orchestra, resident at the Oriel Terrace in Detroit. The group also had engagements at Chicago's Edgewater Beach Hotel and Aragon Ballroom, was heard regularly on radio, and recorded for Columbia and Brunswick. In 1927, the pair parted ways, each continuing with his own band, with Russo retaining the Oriel Orchestra name until 1932. Dan Russo died September 5, 1956, in Hollywood and is buried at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Glendale. Here's Danny Russo.
the stars at night seem to twinkle and shine. The moon beams bright on because you are mine. The birds all croon a mating tune. I know they're thinking of you. And my heart sings what a wonderful world because you said I love you. Dan Russo and his Oriole Orchestra all to himself, following the split with Ted Fiorito with Because You Said I Love You. Brunswick 4502 was recorded in Chicago on July 31, 1929, and was also issued in Australia. Joe Sanders and Arthur Sizemore wrote the music, and Bernie Grossman's lyrics were sung by Frank Silvano. Before that, Russo and Fiorito's Oriole Orchestra with I Don't Believe It, But Say It Again written by Abner Silver and Harry Richman. It took them two sessions and ten takes, but take seven from March 12, 19, was issued on Victor 19989. Dan got a little short change there with time for only two records. The other one I had lined up was of his composition, Moonlight and You, played by the Coon Sanders Original Nighthawk Orchestra. Perhaps you'll hear that next week. I'm Glenn Robison, and I'm very pleased that you've chosen to spend this past hour with me listening to Rapidly Rotating Records. If you had half as much fun as I did, then I had twice as much fun as you. I hope you'll click in or tune in again next week, and as always, I thank you for your very kind attention. <laughs>